0: the Enchanted Ears podcast
1: where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela and I'm Joe. Uh, Welcome to episode nine where we review our first time trip to Disneyland. Woohoo! We were there recently so we'll be discussing our trip um, kind of going over the rides walking through you know our day we were there for over two days so kind of talking about what we liked what we didn't like so probably end up being a a multi-part kind of series so I think this episode will kind of review Disneyland and then I next up ep- general then right the anything. next episode we're gonna do uh, compare and contrast with Disneyland versus Walt Disney World, um, kind of which one we like better things we like things we didn't like at each of them, because we're much more familiar with Walt Disney World and I think uh, most people tend to go to Walt Disney World not as many people go to California Disney- yeah go to Disneyland it seems Land. to be more locals there right so we can
0: but they're pretty hardcore
1: they are they are really I, hardcore. I
0: have to. Give a shout out to the number of people who had incredible Disney tattoos that we saw. I saw this guy with an incredible, like an awesome aerial tattoo. He had a whole collection of them because he like pulled his sleeve up and showed us when we were in line. So yeah,
1: you, yeah. Can, you can tell they go hard there. Yeah, you can tell Disneyland, you know, started out there. They take I think a lot of pride in that that they were the first location where Disney started, where where the the park that Walt actually built. Um, so it's a great park. So we'll we'll be doing more of that kind of comparing and contrasting in the next episode. So again, this one's going to kind of be you know our first time experience there. So if, if you haven't been there or you're thinking about going, you know, kind of covering um, that kind of stuff for you know Disney news this week. And this is one thing we didn't get to see. We just missed it. But it's wah, wah. it's Pixar Pier opened. Uh, June twenty third. Yeah, like so a couple days, a, a, a couple, couple yeah, days after a, we left, a couple weeks ago. Uh, at this point, uh, but but it opened up finally. We you know we got to kind of see it from afar. Uh, but basically, the the kind of crown piece of that is the new Incredit coaster. So they rethemed the California Screaming roller coaster to the Incredit coaster, and it looks pretty good. I, I yeah. think one thing they really I don't think went as big as they could have because all of the kind of Incredibles on the ride are just stationary figures. Yeah. Like they didn't use any I like what they did with the
0: tunnels, though. The tunnels are pretty cool.
1: Right. But they could have used, you know, projections or some sort of animatronics to get a little bit more action. You're kind of, you know, it's the same roller coaster, but then you just kind of have Incredibles there. It, it looks cool. If you like the Incredibles, it looks like a fun ride. There's, you know, some good onboard audio with it It, you can look up videos on on youtube i can link to a ride video that that's how we ended up seeing it we weren't able to ride it like we said but i do think they could have probably done a little bit better on that but it seems like they really went over the top with the food i know you're looking up all the food places and they have a lot of good stuff so
0: i'm on our instagram which it is enchanted ears podcast no spaces or dots or anything just all of it mushed together and i found this person um shout out to Dole whip dollies but she posts pictures of, of food from Disneyland, and this food looks incredible. For example, there is an incredible sundae, which is hot fudge, strawberries, pineapple, and whipped cream with a cherry on top. And it, I think you get it at the GR Deli. It looks so good. I mean, this is the thing that people don't tell you. When you go to Disneyland, you need to pack not First of all, you need to pack jeans because sometimes it's cold there. But second of all, you need to pack another stomach because their food there, <laughs> like there's so, there's so much, much food. amazing especially, food.
1: Especially now with all this. So there's that. And, yeah. the, and they also expanded the, the I think it's called the Lamplighter Lounge. So that, that was kind of the restaurant in the Paradise area so they expanded that to make that bigger since that was pretty popular so that was another thing they did so you have a bar area now and more place to sit down but then all, all these other foods like you kind of said they're, like that last one they're more like that quick service yeah, type yeah food. there was
0: like there's like a salad you can get in a bread bowl there's this incredibles cake which is like lemon and uh, vanilla and red velvet it looks so good
1: that does look I think the big thing then is the jack jack cookie which is a What's that? A deep dish cookie?
0: Yeah, it's a deep dish cookie. It seems like there's no end to the the food, like this all this food that we just missed.
1: Yeah, I will say, everything I've seen so far out of kind of the opening, everybody seems to be talking about the food more than more than the rides. Because, like I said, you know, the Coaster, it's the same ride layout, so that really hasn't changed. Uh, Toy Story Mania was already there. So there's not a ton of changes as far as rides go, but the food's different. Now, one thing Disney did announce, they're going to be adding the Inside Out uh, Emotional Whirlwind Ride um, to Pixar Pier. So there was an Inside Out ride kind of announced when they originally announced the conversion of Pixar Pier, but this got pushed back from the opening. So this is actually going to open in 2019. Disney just announced it. And if you've ever been to Disneyland or if you've ever seen Flix Flyer, ride and it's it's basically kind of like if you've seen uh like a giant swing ride but these are um hot air balloons so it's kind of like a dumbo where it spins around and it goes up and down to the magic carpet oh, I think Magic I Carpet ride. That. yeah so it's kind it's of in like the, the uh the bug's life it's in a
0: section, it's in a bug's yeah.
1: life but if you've never if you've never been to disneyland if you've seen you know like dumbo in disney world it's kind of that idea where it spins around and you know things are going up and down so this is going to be themed to inside out and it looks like you're kind of. It looks like you're in a hot air balloon, but the the tops are those memory balls that oh, okay. they had from from Inside Out. So that that's going to be a new ride. So I'm not sure if they're actually just moving Flix Flyer and retheming it over because the whole Bugs Land is kind of in flux with the potential of the new you know Marvel Land that they're going to be expanding out and there. I have
0: mixed emotions about that too because I mean I didn't the movie A Bug's Life is so like. It's so blurry in my mind. I really can't tell you anything about it, but I really enjoyed walking through and having like plants above my head, like feeling like I'm the scale of a bug. I really thought that that part of the park actually really appealed to me.
1: Yeah, even it's, though the
0: movie's not that. It's the
1: one to me. real kids area there too. So that's I'm not sure how much of that stays, how much of that goes, whether this is just going to be a copy of that ride or whether they're moving that ride over. That they Disney didn't announce that, but it looks they very similar to could Maybe
0: retheme it for Ant Man.
1: <laughs> they yeah, keep Buck <laughs> Life make yeah. a little Ant Man section. That's not a bad idea.
0: Yeah, Disney. Again, hit me up. But, I have great ideas. But, that's
1: good. but so I guess I mean we're kind of rolling into you know, Disney News is was kind of around Disneyland and you know, this whole episode's kind of around Disneyland, so so Disney News is gonna kinda of just bleed into the main topic. Yeah. Um, of it. So, uh, a few episodes ago, we kind of outlined our planning for Disneyland. So, again, if if you're planning a trip out there, um, go back. I think that was probably episode 4 or 5. You know, go back, check that out. We kind of talk about our, our planning of it, some of the differences between uh, Disneyland and Disney World as far as fast passes go.
0: As far as some of the rides go. As far as
1: some of the rides go, exactly. Things like that. And a lot of that came in really handy, especially around the max pass. So uh, just kind of getting started with, like I said, we went two days. The first day, it wasn't overly crowded. I'd say for for a June day, it wasn't too bad. The second day was definitely uh, way more crowded and you really and felt how small the park it was. It was weird
0: because it was a Sunday that we went to the first day and it wasn't that crowded. It was Father's Day though, but that's the day it wasn't that crowded. And then the Monday, which is like a lighter travel day, or like a lighter day that like the park anticipates it's going to be lighter it was packed
1: yeah and uh and that's why i said like the first day we went there you know the park's smaller but it didn't it didn't you didn't necessarily feel that it was smaller because it wasn't as crowded but the second day when there's people packed in there you really feel it. and that's kind of one the, that the big differences between disney world and disneyland is you know, they when they built Disney World, they realized they had to build it for much bigger crowds. The streets are wider and everything. But we'll we'll get into that. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. more
0: sardinian yeah, we'll than into that Disney later. World. It,
1: and you could say it's more intimate too. I mean, I could see why some people might like that. That that you're kind of closer to everything. It's not necessarily oh, yeah. as big you can get through everything.
0: Yeah. I, I liked being closer to the rides, but not necessarily all the people. the people.
1: But with that, we had the Disney Max Pass. So that's an add-on to your ticket. It's a ten dollar a day add-on but it was so worth it. So how Disneyland works is you have to go get fast pass tickets. So you have to go to the ride, scan your park ticket, and then you get a fast pass to come back later. And you can get one fast pass. I think it's every hour, every hour and a half, something like that. You basically have to kind of run around the park to get fast passes. If you want to ride these rides with the Disney max pass, you can get fast passes on your phone, which makes it So much easier because you can you don't have to go to the ride and actually get it. So that helped a lot, really save us a lot of time.
0: Yeah, it was really nice. Like we were standing in line waiting for the current Fast Pass, and Joe was kind of already setting up the next one that we were going to ride. So we did end up skipping a lot of the very very long lines while we were there. So it wasn't that was actually one of my comments that I had about Disneyland versus Disney World. Is just that it seems like. It seems like we were able to ride more in a lesser amount of time in Disneyland than in Disney World. I remember waiting hours for like Toy Story Mania in Disney World.
1: Right. And the other thing, this is a pro tip, is take the single rider line as much as you can. Yeah, somebody told us that when we were at a hotel. Yeah, take that single rider line whenever you can. In Disney World, there's not as much that have the single rider line, but Disneyland, there's a lot more. So Radiator Springs Racers has it. Um, there's a couple other ones, but so between taking the single rider line and the max pass, I don't think we waited longer than probably a half an hour or 40 minutes for any ride, which, which I, I think was, was pretty good, you know, considering the crowds and everything. So uh, I don't know, and we can kind of maybe walk through what we did and, you know, maybe somewhat chronological order if we remember, or do you maybe want to start at, at one park or another park? Do we want to start Disneyland maybe first and then move to kind of what we did at Disney's California Adventure? Does that Um, sound good start with the main park first?
0: If that's what you want to do.
1: Sure. So
0: (laughs) He's nodding his head at me saying that that's what we're supposed to do.
1: (laughs) So in Disneyland, we'll start there. I know you were looking forward to a lot of the different foods they had there, the churros and and the Monte Cristo sandwich and everything. Um, So do you want to kind of cover those first.
0: Yeah, the churros, you can find them at I think either park. They were incredible. I had expected that they would be very good. I don't eat a lot of churros, but I had to get one of these and it's just so cinnamon and sugary. The ends are the best part. I accidentally gave your dad one of the ends cuz I didn't realize that was the best part, but
1: and you just got the that, regular cinnamon yeah, sugar. Yeah, I just got the sugar. regular.
0: And I felt like it was such a missed opportunity because I only have so much stomach space. But they had like... It, especially if you go to like the down... Uh, what do they call it? D Street? D, Downtown Disney? the
1: Downtown Disney, yeah. Yeah.
0: If you go to there, they had all kinds of crazy flavors. They had grape. They had uh, strawberry cheesecake. I think they had pineapple. They had a um, Fruity Pebbles flavor. I, would, I wanted so badly to try all of them. But again limited stomach. I tried
1: the one so yeah. that I know the other big thing you were looking forward to was the Monte Cristo sandwich.
0: The cheese, the cheese Monte Cristo was honestly the best thing. Like if you go to Disneyland, the best thing that you can possibly get is that cheese Monte Cristo sandwich. It is basically like a funnel cake wrapped around a grilled cheese sandwich. And it's like the most perfectly done funnel cake. As I was well.
1: really surprised with this because I would have thought, yeah, it was. It was. It was a funnel cake. I thought it was going to be an actual sandwich that was kind of deep fried, but it essentially was just a funnel cake filled with cheese.
0: Yeah, it was.
1: It was more dessert than it was an actual meal. Yes, and
0: then it came with this delicious um, berry sauce. And like, I don't know what crazy person thought this up. Like, it seems like it was got like somebody from an alien planet conceived of this. It was so crispy, and the cheese was like a nice little. It wasn't like cheese forward. It was very funnel cake forward, and the cheese was kind of just there. But the berry sauce was just an ex- excellent like addition to it. By the way, if you go and order this, you don't need one to yourself. I could have shared that. They give yeah, you that four pieces. Was, that was pieces. huge. Yeah, I had they, a
1: little bit of it, and yeah, there was they, still plenty. They
0: quartered it. So they quartered like – it seems like they made a sandwich. I don't know if this is how they actually made it, but it seems like they made a grilled cheese sandwich – And they quartered it and then they deep fried it and it makes these each one like fist size. Like each one is pretty big. So I, I I it's like, I'm ashamed to admit, but I ate three of them and then I gave your dad one, but it was only because I didn't want to waste it because it was so very good.
1: Yeah. So was that your favorite thing you had?
0: Far and above everything else that I had. Okay. So that was kind of your top. That's my strongest recommendation. You were looking
1: forward to that. And so you, you really enjoyed that. Yes. Okay. So that's, yeah. so that and one,
0: and while we're talking about that though, we also at the same place um, a
1: cafe Orleans. Yeah, that's also where they had the beignets, the Mickey beignets. Yeah,
0: and after, those
1: weren't as good as I expected. Right,
0: and after eating what I ate, the Mickey beignet was a giant letdown because I was kind of expecting something similar.
1: I was to say it they're was, pretty similar. So that your your Monte Cristo sandwich was a you know a deep fried sandwich. The beignets are kind of a a fried dough, but they were. They're kind of so
0: pillowy. Yeah, they're
1: they're more airy. Whereas your your sandwich is more of like a funnel cake. So when you have that after the sandwich, it is it's so I think it's so similar, but yet it's different. That yeah, it was kind of a little bit of a letdown. Yeah, I thought the Mickey beignets would have been. I was imagining something a little bit firmer. They're pretty light and airy. I thought they were good. You know they're they're Mickey shaped. They come with powdered sugar, and they also come with the berry sauce, and then like a vanilla uh, cream sauce. Mm -hmm. I actually like the vanilla sauce better. So I mean, overall, I thought they were good. I wouldn't necessarily, you know, recommend going to cafe because you have to. It's a sit down restaurant. You have to eat there to get them. So I wouldn't necessarily go there just to get the beignets because they. You can also get the beignets at one of the quick service restaurants. Uh, in in that New Orleans square as well. So I would maybe try those if you want to get beignets. I, th- I would recommend
0: just saving your st- stomach space for all the other like plethora of amazing. Yeah, you would you would Disney rather has. get the
1: churros as a snack than the beignets. Oh yeah, right? the churros yeah. are yeah. Yeah. So so going in so like we said, I guess we can we can start in in Disneyland as far as the rides go. So some of the rides, uh, you know, if you, if you go to Disneyland, there's a lot of rides that are very similar to Disney World. So Disneyland is kind of laid out like the Magic Kingdom. You go in, there's a Main Street. It looks pretty much the same. The train's there. Uh, you go in, they have a lot of similar rides. So Pirates of the Caribbean is there. The Haunted Mansion is there. They have the Jungle Cruise. They have Space Mountain. So a lot of those rides are shared with Disney World. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're the exact same ride. So we kind of outlined some of this uh in, in our planning episode. But I mean what's what's great about the rides is a lot of them are original from when from when the park opened, like the jungle cruise, for instance. So that was one of the rides that was there day one when the park opened, you know, Walt was involved in. That ride I found pretty similar to the ride experience of of uh, walt disney world now one thing we talked about uh celebrities so we said the rock was going to be there that was my prediction yeah well,
0: sadly it wasn't true
1: i was gonna say you have to wait and see if we saw him oh whoops. until until later whoops. but you you spoiled it so spoiler alert yeah so that boop, 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 boop. <laughs> that wasn't the case but um but but it was still a great ride i I like The one that kind of had some differences was the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Now, they had just reopened it from a refurbishment, so they made a few changes to it. But what I really liked about Pirates is how it went through the restaurant to start. So yes. it, it kind of went through. And the changes they made took it more back to the original version, so it stripped out some of the newer... Pirates of the Caribbean movie tie-in, which I really liked. It was more of just the... Pi- Jack Sparrow was still in it, but they took out all the other stuff of like Blackbeard and Barbosa and everything. Yeah,
0: I'd never seen the other one, but my guess is just being a fan of the movies, I would probably have preferred it before they updated it because I liked Blackbeard and I would have liked to have seen more references to the movie. Um, I'm not as...
1: So like like the Walt Disney World version that has the movie yes, references. Yes. Yeah, see, I liked, I liked it that... It took out that, that it was kind of just the original ride. With just the Pirates of Caribbean, so you still had Jack Sparrow in it a little bit, but he it was wasn't in it three times. Yeah, I but think. It, it wasn't.
0: It was similar to Walt s- Disney World. It. The amount of times he appeared, and he appeared in like the same places, like sneaking around. He pops out of a barrel, and at the end, he's in like a treasure room, but it's a much smaller treasure room than the one that's in Walt Disney World. Yeah, the ride overall was good. The one thing that I saw that you didn't actually see, you mentioned it to me after the ride, was the one got. There's apparently a pirate. There's a pirate that changes from living, or dead to living, I think? Yeah, this is one of the
1: scenes they added. As you come up, he's a skeleton, and then when you get to the other side of him, he's actually... Uh, a live person.
0: Right. And, J- and Joe like got off the ride and said to me, Hey, did you happen to see this? And I said, Oh yeah, it was the one animatronic guy. I think he was by the octopus, but he was like, I, like, like in a cage or something above yes. the octopus. Yeah. yeah. And I like happened to notice, I'm like, did that guy just change? Yeah, I, I kind of thought have I went crazy. Yeah, I must have turned
1: away too quick and, and, and just missed it. But yeah, so that's some of the, the, the newer stuff that they've added to, but overall, I mean, it's a, it's a great ride. I really liked it. You know, it's definitely a must do if you go to disneyland i would say all those kind of original rides jungle cruise pirates of the caribbean haunted mansion they're all great rides um Mm -hmm. to do you know if you if you go to disneyland the
0: one original ride though that we went on that i thought was disappointing was the boat land or the the book land canal boat boat rides storybook
1: canal yeah i love that
0: i did not like that because i thought we went on it at night and we almost missed it completely but i wanted to ride it so we we went and we waited in line for it at night and there were blue lights on the dioramas and you couldn't see them very well. So my suggestion would be if you're going to ride the ride at all, ride it during the day so that you can actually see the dioramas in more detail because you can't make them out very well at night. Like I would think they'd put better lighting on them, but I understand that changes the experience for people who go there often and you can see the blue light and sort of like nighttime in those little cities. But as a person who's never seen them before, I wished that the lighting would have been better.
1: Yeah. So stepping, stepping just back a second, the, the premise of the ride is you're on, it's a boat ride and you're going through kind of storybook land. So as you said, there's a, there's dioramas of, uh, frozen and Aladdin and, and different things. And the boat captain, I guess for, for lack of a better term is kind of telling you the stories as you ride through them. So they're kind of giving a real quick summary of the story as you ride through it. And you're kind of in this land. Well, it definitely is. I mean, it shows its age. Like you said, I yes. think that's probably your thing compared, but I like that though. What I, what I really liked about it is because as I was riding it, I found myself thinking, imagining, you know, if this is 1955 and I'm riding this and I'm on this boat ride that has these miniature built cities, Essentially, because they're pretty intricate, you know, dioramas. I mean, they're they're not just you know some like thrown together they, junkie thing. Yeah, they're, they're nice they're little ve- buildings of cities, well but there done. are no.
0: It doesn't seem like there are many people in them. Or no, there's, there's they don't no, look there's lived no, in. There's
1: no people in them. They're, they're kind of telling the stories, but I could just imagine you know somebody in the 50s or 60s riding this, and this would be kind of you know the revolutionary thing. I mean, now it's we,
0: like a really amazing dollhouse.
1: Yeah, but now you know now we see. You know, these screens or projection mapping or virtual reality. And, you know, we think it's incredible. But in 50 years, that will probably look like (laughs) dioramas (laughs) to people and people around and be like, this is terrible, but it's nostalgic. So I can see why people like it. And I could see why, you know, when it first came out, it was it probably really wild people. So I really enjoyed it. I mean, I agree with you. It's not like it's some crazy ride. It's not like, you know, you're riding Big Thunder Mountain Railroad or something. You know, there's no animatronics or anything on it. But it's a really great ride, and it you really feel the history of the park. And I think it really, you know, encompasses what Walt wanted. And I think that's why they still have it there, because it's, it's kind of one of his original rides. And, and it's kind of, you know, Disneyland is all about these stories and kind of all about pushing the envelope, which... Like I said, when that came out, that was something, you know, probably pretty incredible. And now it's kind of just, you know, a reminder of the past, which I think is good because a lot of times you see stuff where they will tear that stuff down for something new, but you know, they, they kept it.
0: I think that another thing that kind of bugged me about it is we waited in line for that, probably one of the longest lines that we waited. I was going to say, yeah, that was one so of the longest lines we waited. No, but they're not going to give you a fast pass for that ride. It's it's so old. and So we waited for that one, probably one of the longest waits, like probably 30, 40 minutes. So it was sort of like I waited 30 to 40 minutes to look at some really fancy doll houses. I mean, again, nice, but they were hard to see.
1: Yeah, so. at night, I think I would agree with you. I think being at night, Hurt the experience a little bit because you're right. It was hard to see some of the stuff. Probably if you went during the day, you would like it better. Right. Um, but I, again, I I liked it overall, and I I kind of liked the night experience. It it gave it a little bit of of uh, you know different ambiance around it. So um so that that was at night. So we're kind of completely out of order of how we wrote this stuff, but that's okay. I'm not even sure I remember what order I wrote everything in, anyways. Yeah,
0: and. So, well, another thing I wanted to mention, since we are talking about kind of, not that this is an original to the park, it's but it's a pretty popular ride for the parks, is Space Mountain. I wanted to talk about that. Um And what were your thoughts on Space Mountain?
1: Space Mountain, a lot of people, there's some debate on this of which version people like better. Do they like the Disneyland version or the Disney World version? The Disneyland version is side by side. So you get to ride next to somebody. I like that. What I really liked is the onboard music. So uh, and this is kind of an overall thing for Disneyland. What I was most impressed with in all of Disneyland is it felt like you said the the guests there seem really into Disney. They're what they're, they're the hardcore fans. Yes. There's people, there's a lot of annual pass holders, a lot of locals go there. They really know their Disney, they really love it. The rides seem so much more immersive. They all have onboard audio and sound. And maybe Disney World does too. I just don't feel like I don't feel like every ride in Disney World has some sort of onboard audio or, you know, speaking part um through it like Radiator Springs Racers, which we'll talk about later. They're talking to you. You hear them in the car as soon as you leave. So Space Mountain has an onboard soundtrack. Mm-hmm. and it's you know it's musical as you go through so i really love that yeah that
0: was one of the things i right. i wrote down too that i liked about right so I, really the love ride. That.
1: I will say it seemed to make me a little nauseous when the when the uh, the one in disney Nauseated. world doesn't bother me yeah. this one did and i think it was because it seemed to go a little bit faster i want to say there was more there there were more stars in it so i think the one nice thing about in disney world is it's so dark it's one of those things where if you can see where you're going and you're moving around a lot, you know, you can kind of get a little, you don't feel it's, well, you feel a little it's queasy. It's disjointing. Right. But if it's pitch black and you can't really see, your body doesn't know what to expect to do. So you don't get as queasy. Whereas this one, there's some more light. So I just feel like it kind of whipped you around a little bit more. Right, That
0: was my feeling on the ride too. I was really, this was my biggest disappointment because you know, I, 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 in the, The prep episode, the prep, or not prep episode, but in the episode before, I was really looking forward to this one probably the most. But I thought it was rough. I think it might have been because... I didn't
1: think it was rough. I thought it was quicker. I liked it.
0: But since I think it was built in a smaller building, I think the turns were tighter. And I think that that might have been what was kind of the deciding factor for me maybe and what made it not so smooth and not um, as fun for me. I did like how the track had bumps in it. They did a lot of these like cool little humps uh i enjoyed those but again i left that ride and i was kind of like mm, i can't ride. I, like i could get off of the one at walt disney world and ride it again and again and again this one i had no desire to ride it a yeah. second time i
1: want to disagree with you i don't think it was necessarily rough i definitely think it was smooth well yeah, but I, can, smooth I can see steel, what you're saying but it's maybe there was some quick I'm, turns too yeah, or something like that
0: it yeah there were tight turns that kind of left your stomach behind
1: but i would say i mean overall i mean i wasn't like that sick off of it i just felt like uh yeah i don't know, maybe want to jump right back on this right um, but yeah. i definitely liked it i mean I, I definitely was good yeah it wasn't i, I wouldn't say it's not the you know uh, you know far and away better than the other space mountain i think like a lot I of people would, a lot I, of people swear by the disneyland version
0: i would swear by the disney world version yeah
1: and that's probably and there's a lot of people that would go the other way so. yeah
0: yeah uh, I, I i also think it's think kind of that, what i'm used to yeah. so yeah, i, I that, prefer that one right
1: but i de- i mean definitely if you go i would recommend riding it but yeah i mean i don't think if you if you've never been to disneyland i don't think you're necessarily missing out by not riding it at all the next ride i think we'll go to maybe make sense is the matterhorn oh yeah uh, welcome oh. Bob Stedratos riders on your ride down matterhorn mountain Heard that like fifteen times in the queue as, as you're waiting for it. That's <laughs> I do my terrible impersonation there. I um, was going
0: to cue you for that one. I was going to say, please do your your impersonation for al- us.
1: Alvida Zane.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so as we waited. That was we the, were
0: waiting in line for a while, and that was just kept we went, doing it, and it just made the ride like the wait seem so much shorter.
1: Because they they played it every like five minutes, but that ride, I didn't know what to expect from that one. But I like it was great. And yeah. it was and there's that yeti inside of it.
0: That yeti was... I had no
1: idea there was a yeti in there. And yeah. it just jumps out. At you. I screamed uh the first time out of out of fear. <laughs> it was true fear. And then
0: whenever he got up from the ride, the seat was wet mysteriously.
1: That's because you go through water. That's uh, cause you yeah, that's because sure you knows. that's the story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> but then then the yeti pops up a second time. Well,
0: actually the first time he went through, I was in the front of the car. Yeah, got, so it got, wasn't weighted wet. so much. Yeah, but
1: it's but it's so I mean, it's crazy because, yeah, it's a fun ride because, like I said, I didn't know what to expect. You go through. There's two there's two Yetis in it. You're kind of riding through this mountain. You go through water, so you get a little bit wet. Right. It's a and great ride.
0: We thought that they might have controlled it. I don't know. Somebody else, you guys can let us know on the Facebook or, or something. But I don't know if it was because I was in the front of the car when we rode it the first time or if it was because it was at night um, and they slow you down before you go into, like, where the water is. But it was interesting because we didn't get – I. I got misted like very lightly the first time. Yeah. And the second time we got wet and that was during the day. Though. Yeah. I was
1: going to say during the day, it seemed like people were getting uh, wetter than at night. So yeah, I don't know if they, cause you kind of, you do go like over a little hill. There's a break kind of before it. So I wonder if they do slow you down a little bit. Yeah. But so I will anybody say, anybody who
0: knows, let us know, please.
1: But I will say that Yeti was pretty great. And it really makes me sad now that the Yeti at exhibition Everest doesn't work.
0: Right, because he—I
1: mean that—that that yeti leaps at you in the Matterhorn. Yeah, he—he I mean, he has some good movement to him. Uh, yeti got moves. Yeah, he's got moves. So that—that that, I'm going
0: to invite him to my next party. But that
1: was a ton of fun. We rode that a few times. Um, one just because you you can't ride anywhere else. But it what it was surprisingly fun.
0: Yeah, we we enjoyed it. I actually forgot to even write that one down. That was that was one of probably how my do you favorites. forget that one? I don't even know. Well, the other thing I'm surprised you didn't mention it was I think it was the Matterhorn that you could see the Star Wars land from part of it, right?
1: Yeah, you could see it a little bit. Or was that Big you Thunder could, Mountain? You could see a little bit from the Matterhorn. You could see it a lot better from Big Thunder Mountain Railroad because Star Wars Land is right behind Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Yeah. Joe so do was... we want do we want to divert a second to talk about Star Wars Land?
0: Well, I just wanted to talk about how you were like shrieking like a child whenever you you saw Star Wars. Land. Okay, so we're like, what, "Oh my gosh, so did we you see d- that?"
1: So we do yeah. want to divert for a second. So when we rode Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, you know what, which was a lot of fun. When you get to the top of like the first or second hill, you're some bas- of the higher hills. You're basically yeah, yeah. It was like the first or second one. You're basically staring straight into Batu, which is the town for Star Wars Land. Now, what's incredible is. You cannot see Star Wars Land at all from the park. They did a great job of hiding. If you're walking through the park, you can't see it at all. But when you get above, you can see it. And the mountains they are building are bigger than the castle there.
0: I want somebody to... Sorry, I don't mean to you know, get off, off track, but I want somebody to go through More this. off
1: track than I am? Uh, <laughs> Talking <laughs> about Star Wars Land?
0: No, no. I want somebody to go through this and actually count the number of times we've said the word incredible through... like. Throughout. It's in
1: honor of uh, the Incredicoaster and the Incredibles being out. Right, this, right. This episode is brought to you by the word "incredible" the letter <laughs> "i." But, but I was gonna say, the mount the the mountains they are building are are going to be the biggest thing in Disneyland. Would you
0: say they're incredible?
1: They are. <laughs> they are incredible. So it look and and just the, the amount of space that that the land takes up is amazing i mean
0: just the I, scaffolding itself i pointed, itself yeah, I, is pointed impressive.
1: I pointed it out to you when we got to the top hill. i said look at that
0: right because i and didn't see like, it at all my yeah. eyes like don't work whenever i get to certain heights so i didn't see it
1: no but you saw <laughs> but i said i said because you didn't know what it was and i was like look at that. i was like that's all star wars land like the whole thing and it's just it's so spread out and expansive it's going to be great i can't wait for it to open but uh, again what's amazing is when you're in the park though you don't see it at all so, I think you, it's going to be a completely very well separate hidden. world. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a completely separate world back there. And I can't imagine how crowded that park's going to be once that opens. Oh, my goodness. There's, you're not going to be able to walk. You're not going to be able to move. So, don't. I would not recommend going to Disneyland at, for probably a year after Star Wars Land opens <laughs> or Disney World because it's just going to be. The parks are going to be full of capacity by like nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It's going to be. It's just going to be insane. So, moving on to. I guess we moved a big thunder mountain railroad that's kind of in the frontierland area. So kind of sticking with, with that side of, of the park moving to the Indiana Jones ride. So this oh, is one of the yeah. things I was looking forward to riding and I really enjoyed it. So you're in a, a, a four wheel vehicle and you're basically riding through kind of the greatest hits of Indiana Jones. It's, it's the temple, of the Forbidden Eye. So the whole backstory is they found this temple, and there's an eye in there that can, you know, grant you uh, riches or. And you're not bil- supposed to look bil- at it. Yeah, right. but you're not supposed to look at it, and if you. And look- they
0: have all of the like stone statues. They're blindfolded, so you can't see their eyes. Correct,
1: and and then and then the story is if you look at it. And Then a curse is unleashed and you know something's coming after you.
0: Yeah, and then you get into the ride and immediately you're face to face with Yeah, and you
1: look at the eye and, yeah. then, and then you And go- then everything goes awry. Right. And then you go through and you're kinda of riding through this and there's fire and the bridge is falling and you're kind of shaking. And then Indiana Jones comes in he he pops up throughout as he's he's saving you. He kind of comes in and gets you and and kinda of helps you escape.
0: Yeah, but the the overall highlight for me, and I think it was for you too, because we both got out and mentioned it. The was whenever the rock, the rock, the giant boulder comes rolling toward your car, and then you're you almost you almost have to wonder like. Where is this thing going to go? Like, we are not going to get out of the way of this thing in time. Then Indy drops down on a rope. And then all of a sudden, you you just, the, the like, the floor, the track drops. But you can't see it's going to, the car's going to do that. And you go under. Yeah, you go
1: underneath. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. So it ends with that kind of that, that iconic scene from Indiana Jones right. of him, you know, trying to outrun the boulder. And it, you are just sitting there. It's coming right yeah, at you. Yeah, that's the part
0: of the ride that really stuck out to me. That's the thing that I remember the most. It was a It was a lot of fun yeah, it was definitely unexpected. It
1: was really well themed. I really liked how the cue for it is on the kind of tucked away on the other side of the jungle cruise. So you're going through kind of a forest and you actually go back behind the jungle cruise. so it the theme fits in well. So you do kind of feel like you're stepping away and kind of going you know deep into the woods to this temple. so I, I really enjoy the theming and and everything around it. And like you said, the ride was a lot of fun,
0: yeah. but you know what I think it's time for, Joe? What's that? I would like to grab a Mickey bar right now. What did you think of those Mickey bars?
1: The Mickey bars were delicious. Uh, You always love Mickey bars. They're they're so good. They come out there on dry ice. You can't even bite into them. Yeah, you have to wait like five minutes. Your
0: teeth would shatter like a cartoon. Like if you tried to bite into them. Um... But I will say
1: I'm terrible at eating them, though. I'm so messy. I need like 15 napkins because I end up with chocolate all over me. He
0: does. And then it gets in his beard, too. It's endearing, though. Yeah,
1: it's it's great. They're great. But yeah, I'm I'm extremely messy with them. I I
0: didn't think I would actually I don't think we ever got one from Walt Disney Oh, I've had them before. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember them, but it was like a Klondike bar. What's what a Klondike bar wants to be? Like, it was so good. Yeah. I don't know if it's that it was hot or what, but yeah, they it's were so amazing.
1: So I think the last ride we really have to cover in Disneyland is the Finding Nemo uh, Undersea Adventure ride. which So you, this this was interesting, and I was looking forward to riding this one as well, because this, you get in a submarine, and the whole ride takes place underwater. And it's a long ride. That's what I was surprised at. That,
0: that's my pro tip. I actually wanted to recommend if you're tired and the line is actually shorter for the finding nemo ride and you just need a few minutes off your teeth or your feet feet off your feet i almost said off your teeth because you walk on your teeth but if you need a few minutes off of your feet and the line's not too long this ride's like 10 minutes long it's quite lengthy and you get to go in and And you sit down and you look at this like into the water and you see like animatronics that appear to be in the water whether or not they're actually there i don't know
1: yeah it was really it was really well done so you kind of you go through and they have nemo and so part of it's a video screen part of it is like you said animatronics that are underwater and they do a really good job of they they blow bubbles to make it seem like you're diving but you're right you're you're seated the whole time so it's it's a nice right and again it was a lot longer than i thought it was going to be right
0: and there are screens which are also interesting it's I was kind of wondering. I guess they're probably behind glass, but I was like, "Are those screens in the water? How's that working?" Yeah. So it was it was a cool ride. I I think it's something that you could definitely skip if you but, have
1: kids that like Nemo. Right. They'll really enjoy it. Right. I think ride. they would
0: enjoy it, and it's a good ride just to ride if you need to cool down or relax for a few right. minutes.
1: Now I do have to go on a small rant here, because while we were waiting, oh no. we were when we were waiting in line for the undersea adventure with Nemo. It's right next to the stage where they do the Star Wars uh, Jedi Temple show with the little kids. And so we got <laughs> to see this show.
0: I forgot about this.
1: So, you know, if, if you've been there, if you've been to Disney World, you've seen this, you know, they bring up little kids. They put them in Jedi robes and, and give them lightsabers and stuff, which is great. They train them. You know, they tell them they're going to become Jedi, which is great. But then Darth Vader and Kylo Ren come out.
0: You're just jealous they didn't pick you.
1: Well, we were in line that, so I wasn't even, but it started while we were in line watching it, but then Darth Vader and Kylo Ren come out and these little, uh, Padawan Jedi who just started their training five minutes ago are going toe to toe with Darth Vader and Kylo Ren. And I'm supposed to believe that they can, that they can take on Darth Vader and Kylo Ren. And then they end up using the force and they push them back in I, to the temple where they came from.
0: I think that Joe was like having heart palpitations in line,
1: Um, It's so unrealistic. How am I supposed to believe that? That two of the greatest uh, Sith Sith ever... I don't know if you want to call Kylo Ren a Sith or not, but two of the greatest... We'll call them Sith ever. The dark side. The dark side, right. Are getting defeated by little kids. I guess you got to make the kids feel good, but for me, it was unrealistic. So I'm just saying... (laughs) When Star Wars Land comes out, it better not be that easy to stop Darth Vader. Because I know I'm not strong enough. But you know what, though? If I fought Darth Vader and Juan, I'd probably be really excited. So I can't see it as an outside observer who likes Kylo Ren and Darth Vader. I'm like, this is ridiculous. But if I was that little kid, I would secretly love it. Yeah, so really, I him. think you're right. Yeah. I think the rant really is, I'm jealous. Actually, I did to do it.
0: Here's the thing, though. Knowing you, it wasn't. It wouldn't even be that you would want to defeat them. You would be yeah. like,
1: I would probably be like, I'll join you and help. I would right. probably start Be like, let's not fight. Let's join forces. Show me your ways.
0: Right, and then they would be like, oh, we've never had anybody do this before. Uh, uh, tell you the what do we do? I'm like, do?
1: I don't want to fight him. He's my friend. <laughs> oh my gosh. So. But so that was my, well, I, I was all fired up in line. Though. I mean, fake fired up, but yeah, I was like, "What? this is ridiculous that they were doing this, but it was a good show. It, it was a great you know, thing. It kept a lot of people um, out, which is one of the things these parks deal with, especially with the crowds is finding something for everybody to do. You know, it's all about capacity and making sure people stay busy, which one of the things so jumping over to Disney's California adventure, we'll kind of move over to that park now. And then we'll start at the end because I'm talking about this. It it kind of leads into this, the paint the night parade.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Which is an incredible parade. We actually watched it both nights. Yeah. Yeah, We we saw it both nights because it was so great. It's so I've heard people talk about it and they said it's a good show, but until you see it in person, uh, you really just can't understand how great it is.
0: Like, cameras i tried so hard to get good pictures of it but cameras and video don't really capture the brilliance of the led lights so it really is yeah so the
1: idea for people that don't know of what it is is it's it's a parade at night and they bring out there's five or six different floats so they have ariel tinkerbell and peter pan they have beauty and the beast mickey closes it out right now they just slinky dog Slinky Dog. They just included an Incredibles one, but so there's these floats, and the, every all the floats are lined with bright LEDs. All the they have dancers that walk with the floats. They are all lined they're
0: with LEDs. I, my favorite were the jellies, the jellyfish. The guys right, they have, carrying the they're je-
1: Finding Nemo. Um,
0: and they spin the tentacles. Yeah, it was really yes. cool.
1: they have huge. Um, they have a, a giant genie. So they have people walking with giant characters.
0: The the people inside the giant puppets also dance.
1: Oh yeah, they dance as so they make the puppets dance yeah, the and the and dance. But
0: also the people if you watch the people inside the puppets, they also will dance and they'll let go of their hand the, the little sticks they have that control the hands and they also dance. So I thought that was that was kind of fun.
1: Right. And and it's great too, because as they're going through they sync the music up. So you only hear the music that relates to, you know, Beauty and the Beast or Toy Story or something like that. That part as kind of I found
0: through. to be I'm looking for another word besides incredible, but I can't come up with one. Um, That part I thought. That's the
1: word of the day. You can use it.
0: (laughs) I found it to be incredible. Like the fact that I, I, I kept thinking about this. You only hear, but that particular song. And then the other part that I kept thinking of is the people who are on the actual floats only hear their song yeah they only
1: ever hear that yeah Yeah.
0: so i thought that was also interesting it's, but-
1: re- it's really well done but my point about this and why i started at the end is because i was talking about park capacity this is what i love about theme parks and i was kind of geeking out about this when we were there so hard
0: so <laughs> so so. so hard. i was geeking and, and, and you know like every- the inner workings of your mind are just unreal to me like the fact that these things just They're run under, through your brain. Like there's so many pretty shiny to, things to and food too. and things to look at. And you're thinking about park capacity. This is
1: the one This is one thing. When I haven't been to Disney in a while, I go, you know, yeah, I like going to Disney parks, but, you know, I don't need to go that often. But then when I go there, like the magic takes over and then I just get so swept up and in awe of, like I said, the inner workings of this, of... Oh, like I love going through the rides and looking at the show buildings. So I'm actually looking So when we ride Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, a lot of people are looking at the sets. This is probably why I missed that guy because I'm looking in the air to see, man, how big of a building this is. Like this is just a giant warehouse that they built, and then completely turn it in to look like a Caribbean island with pirate ships. in When it. we
0: were on the Haunted Mansion ride, you were pointing at the ceilings and telling me, "Just look how how tall these ceilings are," and I'm like, "Why?" Are looking at the yeah. ceiling, you I would weirdo like,
1: my dream would be to go through basically every Disney ride with
0: the lights on with
1: the lights on to walk through it and just to have somebody tell me how they did it all don't they
0: do that with Space Mountain every now and then like they let people ride it with the lights on usually or when like it employees? breaks
1: usually when it, it, it people have ridden it with, when it breaks but I mean like going through like the I don't haunted, want to ride it when it like breaks like the haunted mansion or like Pirates of the Caribbean. going through with the lights on to see everything because that's what fascinates me so I'm always looking at And all this other stuff. So I was really geeking out because basically, again, theme park design, and this is kind of going into probably too much detail. So you can fast forward a couple minutes. Welcome
0: to Fun with Flags with Amy and Sheldon. Mainly Sheldon. So
1: so you can fast forward a couple minutes if you want to miss this. But you know, theme parks are all about, you have thousands and thousands of people in there and you have to have something for them to do. Because if you only have five rides, it's going to be 10 hour waits and everything. So you have to split it up. So, what got me thinking about this when we were there is in the app, we looked up and the Paint the Night parade was supposed to start at 8.50 at night. Yep. So, we went over to Disney California Adventure. We got there a little before to get our spot and we're waiting. And we're waiting. And they announced at 8.55. And we're waiting. They announced at 8.55. And we're waiting. Paint the Night will we'll be starting soon.
0: And So, we're I'm waiting.
1: thinking, okay, maybe it's going to start at 9.00. it doesn't start until probably 9.10. It was probably 9.10. 10. 9, 10. So, so it was like
0: 20 minutes, like a the, full 20 minutes and late. And the
1: first night, I was like, why are they starting so late? But then, the, the parade's probably only about 20 minutes. It made sense afterwards why they started late because probably around 9, 20, 9, 25, before it even ended, people turn around and start running out of the park because at 9, 30 in Disneyland, their fireworks show starts and their castle show. So... I think, and because they started late the second night too, I think they purposely started the Paint the Night Parade late. So if there's anybody that works at Disneyland that can confirm this for me or anybody, let me know because I would like to know if this is if this is correct. But my theory is they started 20 minutes late because they didn't want as many people running over to Disneyland and getting that park more crowded than it already was. Because if it started at 8.50, it would have been done by 9.10, 9.15 – More than enough time for everybody in in DCA to walk across the street and get to Disneyland. And then you have 5,000 more people in there for Disneyland. And again, it was all about capacity. So I was fascinated by that. I thought they were just late, but now I think it was deliberate capacity thing. Are you done? Yeah. So now you can rejoin us for our regularly scheduled podcast. Yes.
0: Thank you. And thank you very much, Dr. Sheldon Cooper. I appreciate that. (laughs) Thank
1: you. So what what ride do we started in Carsland when we went to DCA? So do you want to start there? Yes. What, what, you want to start? Yeah, this with, is what I was really looking forward to talking okay. about.
0: Is just I I liked DCA a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, so cars, the cars ride was probably Radiator I'm, Springs. Yeah, yeah. Racers. Yeah, it was one of my favorite. I, I thought it was a blast. Uh, we unfortunately only got to ride it one time because we we want
1: to ride it again.
0: We yeah we went to ride it again and the line was I think forty no forty five to like sixty minutes just for the single rider line right and we said oh we'll come back later and we'll ride it well then we got fast passes and came back later um after we watched the paint the night parade uh this the second night and the ride broke so yeah so we
1: couldn't get on we it couldn't again. get
0: on it again. I thought it was a lot of t- uh, a lot of fun. I enjoyed the beginning of the ride. I enjoyed the cars. The cars are all very different. You're riding in separate cars. You're riding in
1: the cars. Yeah, you're from riding the in the cars from, from cars. cars. like right. character.
0: You're riding right. in a character. And they talk to you and they give you directives like throughout the ride. And at first, it's just sort of a joy ride. Like, you're cruising through Radiator Springs and you get to see all the nice like rock work and joe was looking at that because he does like they did the construction and rock
1: stuff. work is fascinating again i ride the rides and i look at all the all the building and stuff that goes in it as opposed to necessarily the ride all the time but the ride was fun what i was most shocked about and i shouldn't have been was the fact that you raced in this ride yeah <laughs> i'm kind of ashamed to say i was surprised no by i that. was
0: really yeah i was surprised about it too because it, it started in it starts as one thing; it kind of turns into another because it's just a joyride. You're not going very fast, yeah. It's just and it's a joyride, yeah, through like a certain area. You're, yeah, you're the only car that you can really see. There's no second track, and then all of a sudden, another car pulls up next to you, and you race through part of Radiator spring. Springs. Yeah,
1: and, and again, so yeah, so you're going through, like you said, you see the different cars, characters, so Lightning McQueen, uh, you know, Mater. You, you see them as they talk, and then yeah, and I knew something was up because. The car in front of us went to the left and then we went to the right. And I was like, oh, I wonder what's why we're splitting here. And then you kind of go in and it, they're, they're prepping you for the race. So it's like they're, they're you're going through a car wash, essentially. So they shoot air at you and things make it look like you're, you know, you're oh, they your fix car your wash. tires. Yeah, I forgot. about that. Yeah, yeah, they do a lot of fun. Stuff. And then you come out and then you're getting ready to race and then you have a car next to you. And then and then you go and you're going 50 miles an hour.
0: Right. Or something, like, you know, something you, know, like you zing and it. you zag through like the landscape and your car pulls ahead and the other person's car pulls ahead. And the other thing that I thought was really interesting is it's Disney. I thought we were going to have a photo finish. Like I thought that my car and the other car were going to be, cause you weren't on the same car as me. And I thought for sure that it was going to end at the same, but my car pulled ahead at the end and we, my, my team won. Yeah. So, I was going to
1: say, I, I think. my car lost it was pretty close though it was it was it was pretty neck and neck to the end um but i think yeah we lost But yeah you you definitely have one winner but yeah i was for some reason i was shocked when we started racing even though the ride is called radiator springs racers yeah exactly
0: um and one final note are you finished because my final note about this ride is if you're like me and you don't particularly like the cars franchise sorry if you do don't skip out on this and don't skip out on uh the whole cars land it was one of the best things in disney and i mean everything there was so well done it was fun to be there they had tons of opportunities to meet the characters and it was well themed, and the parks were like the the little stores were wonderful, and the food was wonderful. Yeah, how
1: was that mac and cheese cone?
0: Oh, the mac and cheese cone. So they have like these cozy, giant cozy combs. cone hotel, right? And that's where I got one, my churro from too. Uh, but the each cone something different, and I got my mac and cheese cone, and I waited in line for that for probably a half an hour, but it was worth it. It was so creamy and cheesy, and the. The bacon added, like, the perfect saltiness to the the mac and cheese. It was excellent. Uh, the bread cone was a cool addition, although I will say, that, like, if I had it again, I would definitely order this again, but if I had it again, I would probably make more use of the spoon and probably throw some of the bre- bread cone away just because it's bread and pasta is basically bread, so it's, like, bread and bread. You don't really need all that, so – but it was – yeah it was really really yeah good. and so this
1: and one kind of air correction from our previous episode this one of the things i was looking forward to was seeing the cars land and i mentioned last episode was because it was kind of the original theme land you know it came out before harry potter and all that stuff but that's actually not true the cars land and and radio springs racers and everything is actually more recent it came out in 2012 was part of the kind of refresh of disney california adventure so i got that wrong so it is a little bit newer than i thought it was mm-hmm. um but i can see why it gets you know a lot of great reviews because like you said it is really well themed i've never seen the cars movie so a lot of it didn't necessarily make sense to me i didn't always know all the characters I didn't
0: really see any of the i we went to see my friends and i went to see this in theaters and cars just may, happens to be the only movie I've actually fallen asleep during uh, in a movie theater. So, yeah.
1: So, Sorry. But it, but it was still, I mean, it was still really. You know, it was still really well done, even though I didn't necessarily know the characters. The, the meet and greets were cool. So they bring the car's characters out. They talk and move and everything. So we yeah. got to see Lightning Although McQueen say, and everything.
0: Yeah. Lightning McQueen was better than Mater. Mater didn't move very much. Yeah. He didn't move much. Yeah. Lightning McQueen. I don't know if it's because they use, I don't know. I don't know if they use that same car during the parade, but yeah, his he eyes move right, right. and he, talks a lot he more. lights up more and he interacts with you more. Mater didn't really move much. Um. But right. yeah, so Lightning McQueen is definitely the one you want to hold out for. We kept kind of accidentally getting Lightning McQueen because yeah, we,
1: we, we got him first and then you know, every 20 minutes or so they rotate them out. So
0: we were in line. We for kept Vader. trying to get
1: other people and then they're like, right. oh, he's gone. Lightning McQueen's coming yeah, back. Yeah, so then so we, we had to hop out. out
0: of line because we were like, well, we don't need the, another picture yeah. of Lightning McQueen.
1: I guess moving along. So really, when we went Disney California Adventure with Pixar Pier not being open, that was a big chunk of the park and and a couple rides that were closed. So there wasn't necessarily as much to do in the park while we were there. So, So without that, and then... You know, uh, the Bugs Life Land is kind of geared more towards children, so that's kind of a a big chunk of land. So really, the the main rides are left are Radiator Springs Racers, which we covered already. Soaring, which I don't think we necessarily need to get into because it's exactly the the same same. ride as as except for you end
0: in Disneyland instead of Disney World. But
1: other than that, it's exactly the same. But it is a great. It's a great ride. ride, Yeah, it's a great ride. But I think probably if you've been to Disney World, you know what. What soaring is? It, yeah. There's nothing really different ab- about that.
0: Are we? Are we getting to my? I was just saying. So,
1: so really, the last ride, then oh, so the, the big ride, is the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission: Breakout, which this was the number one A ride. Hooting,
0: ho- like hooting, hollering, good time. Yeah,
1: this was the number one ride, I think, for me. The whole trip. By we, far. We rode it three or four times.
0: Yeah, it was incredible. We rode it three times.
1: So I was really... It, it's its basically... They took the Tower of Terror and they turned it into Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: And I was worried about it. Like, I was really worried about the fact that it wasn't, like, Twilight Zone. Don't worry.
1: Yeah, it's, it's so well done. The whole thing is themed to be you're in the collector's uh, headquarters... You start out in his private offices, and Rocket Raccoon breaks in. Which that's a great animatronic. the The Rocket Raccoon he he kind of comes he was bigger down, than
0: I expected him to be.
1: I think he was life size. Yeah, he's a couple feet tall, but he moves around kind of back and forth.
0: Yeah, and he's he's really well done. He moves around back and forth. My favorite part, and you would miss it if you don't know, is at the very end after he's done talking, and when he he steals the I think it was like a cassette player. P- yeah,
1: Peter Quill's. Um, yeah yeah walkman or or walkman, whatever yeah. yeah yeah he takes it because the collector like, has that in his it's in, his in his like a
0: cabinet and all you do like if you're paying attention he says i'll i'll take this or i'll have this or something and you see his paw swipe down and, and take it right so so yeah. so
1: then the whole premise is rocket broke free and he, you're trying to help the guardians uh break out
0: yeah and i liked that by the way that line was cool because They give you that whole little presentation by Rocket, and that breaks up the line for you so well. Like, you go in, and you go into that part, and then you go inside, and you wait a little bit longer. But I I thought that was a really nice way to sort of break it up and seem like you're in the ride before you're in the ride. Right,
1: yeah, because then after that, you're in – so before that, there's a lot of artifacts, and they're playing video, so – Uh, Benicio del Toro, who plays the collector in the movies, is in it. But then they also, you know, he's kind of saying, "Hey, the Guardians of the Galaxy are on display for the first time." So they have Chris Pratt and Zoe Saldana and and kind of all the other, uh, you know, Guardians characters, you know, out there. So it it was heavily, you know, involved with the actual people that play them, which was great to see. Um, But then you get on the actual ride, and like, it's just it's nonstop fun. So there's six different songs we heard three different songs mm-hmm. uh, I know it was the one by the Jackson 5 uh, Hit Me With Your Best Shot was another one I can't remember what the, the third one was so and the, the videos are all a little bit different
0: but yeah you remember the same ones I did yeah
1: it's so much fun though I'll, what I'll say is people seem to love that ride so much it was hard to hear what they're actually saying like what the characters are saying on the ride because mm-hmm. people are laughing and screaming because you're you're getting shot up in the air and then you're dropping back down and so like it, it's hard to, it was hard to tell i'm glad we wrote it a couple of times because it was hard to catch everything because people are having so much fun
0: yeah yeah it was and the the by the way the the one six different f- ride profiles the songs are hit me with your best shot which we had okay. uh give up the funk by parliament born to be wild which might have been what the other one we had maybe i can't remember um i want you back by the jackson five Free Ride by Edgar Wintergroup. I don't know that one. And Burning Love by Elvis. So I would have loved to have... Rid-
1: oh, okay. ...ridden that one. we definitely didn't hear that we one. We
0: definitely didn't do that one. But yeah, that it was a blast. It was,
1: my favorite line of the whole thing is at the top... At the top, um, at one point, you, you're held at the top and the doors open so you can see out and you can see Disneyland and you hear Rocket say, Hey, is that Disneyland? And then the, and then the ride just drops from there. And I just love that because... Just like the guardian, it really captures the Guardians of the Galaxy because just like the guardians, it, the ride does not take itself too seriously. Yeah, it is. Just, it's all about fun. It's all about you know. It knows it's in Disneyland. Like it, it, it's not taking itself too seriously. It's just all about having a good time, and I would have liked. What I would have liked to have seen is more of the Guardians. So you stop every now and then there's like a little movie. I would have liked to have seen more of that Mm -hmm. because that kind of goes by pretty And the movies
0: change slightly. Like I didn't realize that the first two times we wrote it, but the third time I noticed that each scene is like slightly different. You'd have to, I'd have to write it a lot more times to really pick up on them. But I know one time, uh, I don't know if it's Peter Quill or, um, or Drax, Drax gets hold up like there's like a giant kraken thing with a tentacle and it grabs one of them but another time something else happens so yeah the 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 it's not just the song that changes which i thought was was really yeah they have different, interesting they have different cool. things.
1: i will say if if you ride it try to ride in the front row so we actually yeah. rode we rode in all three rows and if you're in the second or third row you're up a little bit and so the screens seem a little off like they're it seems like you're not seeing the whole thing, but if you're in the front row, you're able the the the, the picture is a lot clearer and you're able to see kind of the the sets, because there are a little bit of physical sets around it, a lot clearer and it's a lot more centered for you. The last time we rode in the front row and I that was my best ride experience, was able to see everything a lot crisper.
0: Yeah, it was it was nice. So I, if
1: you can try to get the front. I mean, it's a great ride. No matter you can still see it in the other rows. Yeah, it but it's definitely a lot better. Where the front. you get to
0: ride usually depends on how many people you have with you. Like since we had your dad, we were in the three rows, which are I think
1: the. They're all. Yeah, they're all. Yeah, they're all. Kind well, of, yeah, they, but they, when, they, when they it was two in. people,
0: it's easier to ride in different rows. But yeah, so we had a great time. The songs were all bangers. That was definitely the best. I was concerned. I thought that I wouldn't like it because. The one at Disney World, you know, there's you actually move side to side and up and down. Like, yeah, it's so not, this
1: is this is actually a different ride. Yeah, right. you this actually, one's just basically yeah, bouncing. Yeah, you just go up and down, right? You it's like
0: Tigger, but like whereas
1: yeah, in Disney World, but you, just like Tigger, go, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, because in Disney World, you go up and then you kind of ride through part of it before you get to the the tower part. But I will say now, I'm more excited than ever for the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster in Epcot now.
0: It's going to be incredible
1: because. If if they did that good with just re-theming a ride, they are building a ride completely fresh. It's a roller coaster. There's rumors that it's going to spin. The building they're built it was like one of the largest concrete pours they've ever done at Disney. It took like 16 hours to pour the foundation. I bet foundation. you were
0: real interested in that, weren't you? It was an
1: interesting video. I think a lot of people would like to see it. They did a time lapse of it. But the building. That's
0: how Joe falls asleep every night. He just like watches that video. So, it really but- helps calm him.
1: So the foundations for it are, you know, it, it was one of the largest concrete ports and the building they're building is huge. So I think it's, and they're really tying it in. James Gunn has already said he can't wait for people to see it. So it's an it's, like
0: an indoor coaster Yeah, again.
1: It's, it's indoor. And he already said he can't wait for people to see it and it doesn't come out for another like two years. So I, I can only imagine how incredible it's going to be. After seeing what they did here, I think it's going to be so, so great. And it makes me, I'm glad we're getting that in Epcot because seeing... This ride at Disneyland, and you know how great it was to see all the Marvel superheroes, and we saw Loki. Oh, we wa- have to talk about this. We saw Groot walking around. Uh, you know uh, the fact that you can't get that in Disney World because all the rights are owned by Universal. You know you, you don't really know what you're missing, and then when you see it in Disneyland, it's like, wow, this would be really great to have in Disney World. So I'm glad we're getting some of that in Epcot.
0: Yeah, Loki was was amazing. He just walked around the park. He barely even had like a handler, and. He um, he came in through... We were waiting in line to see Black Panther and Black Widow right. and he actually walked through the line and was like cutting people and somebody... Even the people in front of us said, you can't do that. You can't cut. He's like, I can do whatever I want. I'm a god. And
1: I will. Yeah, and he just kind of pushed people <laughs> I can't, He way. said,
0: I can and I will. Is what he, he really said.
1: loved when you told him that we named our dog after him.
0: He loved that. He
1: really rolled his eyes hard, and he was like,
0: why do people keep doing this? Yeah, he said, why do people name their animals after yeah, me? So then, and, and,
1: and then you're like, can I have a picture? And he just had, like, the most – he wasn't smiling. He like, just,
0: unamused. Yeah,
1: unamused face. It's, yeah, it's a perfect way to put it. I couldn't find the word. Yeah, just an unamused face. He he was great.
0: So Black Widow asked us if, um, you know, like, what our relationship was. And I said we were – We were married and we have been together for over 10 years and she asked me immediately uh, whether or not our relationship was Yeah, if you're on an
1: undercover mission. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? She's trying to cause problems here. You know, we go see them and she's like, oh, are you on an undercover mission? I will say Black Panther had my back though. He said, you know, no, he looks like he's a good warrior that I, you know, I don't think it's an undercover mission. They seem to be, you know, good together. So he he had my back and we posed for them. That's an odd pairing to have the two of them together as a meet and greet, but uh, but it was pretty fun to, yeah. to see them. At and work. they
0: they told you how to pronounce it. Was it Dora Marashi? Yeah,
1: his I mispronounced. I offended the Wakandan king because you were very <laughs> excited because they have his his guards there, yeah. essentially his king's guard. So. It's not a coin. I was so excited. I wanted my
0: picture taken with them more than I wanted my picture taken with Black Panther and Black Widow, although they were funny and they knew the characters really well. Yeah, yeah, they were very into it. Loved it. But
1: but... you really want to see them. So I was telling him, because he was saying, Oh, you look like a good warrior. And I said, You know, I said, She is too. I said, She really wants to be, she really likes your, your Kingsguard out there. And I completely mispronounced what it is. I mean, I was close. But he was like, what did you say? And they started laughing. you know, They were kind of making fun of me. And they told but, us
0: how to pronounce it. Like, well yeah,
1: they told me how to pronounce it. They helped me out. And and he said he wasn't going to tell anybody. And they,
0: they told us that we would belong very well with the Avengers because I posed and they looked at me and they're like, oh, you're... Yeah, they're yeah, like, like, yeah, like yeah, we're pretty
1: fierce. They're signing us up. They're going to need all the help they can get. Right. Avengers so store, we'll so. be in
0: hopefully the next Avengers movie. Yes.
1: Yeah, you'll see us. We'll be... We'll have to come up with some superheroes. Prob-
0: you'll probably block me out, like you have in the uh, the one movie experience. That Dark Knight
1: Rises. <laughs> we were extras on.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were extras in the stadium, and Joe's standing right next to me. And in the movie, you can actually see him. But where's Angela? Oh wait, that's him right. She's me. not there. She's in the extras. Like if you see the extras of the film. But I'm still a little incensed about this. I can't tell at all. Years I can't. And years later. Really,
1: I did not pick up on that. Uh, yeah so yeah but i think we're gonna so we're gonna be the next avengers we're gonna have to find some sort of like radioactive tarantulas or something to bite us because we're gonna need some superpowers. i gotta start with
0: that the other day when i yeah we're gonna I need some tarantula. we're
1: gonna need some superpowers or something if we're really gonna help out but yeah so that was a lot of fun and it was just great to see all of those characters and so you know they're building a whole marvel land there i think that's gonna be great uh but i really miss though that you can't you don't know, have those characters at. Uh, Disneyland, yeah, that, that, but at least it, at least we're getting an to, experience. at least we're getting a Guardians right. Groot was great. They had it wasn't baby Groot, it was full size Groot. Right. Um, I was almost as tall as him. I mean, he saw um, like he had like a foot on me. He put his arm uh, on my he, head. He were,
0: yeah, I was just gonna say you were not. He put his arm on your head he was, and used you because I, I made a comment tall, about yeah. him being taller than you, and then he then put his arm on top of your head. Like, yeah, you're. But short. it wasn't
1: like I was way shorter than like a lot of people are. I mean, yeah. I'm like. I'm like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, so he was probably 7 feet tall. Yeah. So he, he, was, he was Yeah, I mean, he, lo- he looked at me like, oh, yeah, they're kind of tall. But, yeah, it was it was really good. He's like, oh, I'm Groot. Oh, I'm Groot. You know, he just kept, kept saying that. So yeah. that was good. I think that kind of wraps up. We've kind of gone on almost. for about an hour. We just need a little hour.
0: dessert to just kind of wrap it up.
1: Okay, go ahead. I didn't talk about the Dole Whip. Okay, go ahead So the Dole Whip.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the so Dole was this,
1: was this the first time you've had a Dole Whip? Yeah, I've never. So probably had a, Dole Whip a lot of people listening to this are like, "Oh my gosh, I'll you have a Disney podcast and never have had a Dole Whip before." So most right. people probably have had a Dole Whip. This was your first Dole Whip. Well,
0: right, because I used to like I used to go you to the buy, parks I exclusively say, for the rides.
1: I, I will say and it's hard to find. I mean, there's only like one place that sells Dole Whip. And the line was each long. Park. Yeah, so but it, what I'm saying is it's easy to pass. Like yeah. if you if, there's so many other things going on, it's easy to lock by. Right.
0: I'm so busy but, looking at the rides and the birds. But and you the, had the yeah. Dole
1: Whip float.
0: Yes, I did.
1: So, so the Dole Whip was good. I don't think you liked the float part of it. Right. There. So
0: my my the, the actual like juice, I wanted the best of both worlds. I wanted to try both of them. And what I found to be the case with the juice is the juice was in like a, you know, like one of those lemonade container dispenser things. And it wasn't really cold. So it sort of melted the ice cream a bit. And it was just pineapple juice. So it wasn't really anything special. So if anything, it kind of took away from the Dole Whip.
1: I'm not huge on pineapple. So the juice, I think, was a little much.
0: Yeah, it was too much. So I I think that if you're going to get the Dole Whip, and I think it's it's definitely a good, it, it was very tasty. I enjoyed it a lot. I probably like the Mickey bar better, but that's just my personal preference. I love pineapple, but I would definitely not get the float though. It's like a dollar more. Not really worth it. Yeah.
1: Just, just stick with the original. Yeah. But the the dole whip
0: itself is very, very good.
1: All right. So wrapping up, refreshing, wrapping up this episode. So again, next week we'll be kind of covering more of, you know, what did we like more at Disneyland than Disney world? What park would we rather go to kind of, kind of more of of those things. So this was kind of just more of the overall. So wrapping this up, final thoughts on your first time trip to Disneyland, maybe, you know, a tip for somebody that's going their first time or, or what you thought.
0: The single rider line is a great tip. You know, some of these like canal boat rides are great whenever you're tired and definitely check out the food, check out that mac and cheese cone. You have to do, if you like funnel cakes at all, you have to do the cheese Monte Cristo sandwich. Like that is my biggest tip. It will, it is like life changing. Like there is two segments of my life. There is the life before I had the Monte Cristo sandwich and the life after. And the, the life that I've had after is significantly better.
1: Dramatic much?
0: No, never, never, never me.
1: I, I would say, I would say my tip really for a first timer is when you go really kind of like Andrew said, I mean, I mean ride the rides, but just enjoy it. I mean, it really is a great experience. I didn't, really expect a lot when we went but once you're there there really is something magical about being at the original park that kind of started it all right and so while it is very similar to to the magic kingdom and disney world so if you've been to disney world a lot you know a lot of it is going to be similar but there is something special about it of seeing you know kind of it's it's almost like the prototype for disney world i mean it's the first one that all the other parks have then kind of copied. I mean Shanghai is built with, you know, that that kind of, you know, center wheel spoke. You know, everything kind of goes out from the center, all all the lands, same as, as Disney World. So all the other parks, Disneyland and Paris, are kind of built like that. But just really enjoy being there. You know, ride some of those original rides that have um, you know that history to kind of see that. And as Angela said, definitely, you know, single rider line, you know, get your max pass so you can get um, fast passes quicker.
0: Yeah. And the other thing that I, I did forget, we were planning originally on only doing one day. And then we just kind of, we were around California and we're like, you know what? We should do a second day. Let's, let's go to the Disney Disney park a second day. That was a great decision. So my tip would be, don't think, okay, it's a smaller park. You only need one day to see it. I mean, really, if you want to be able to hit like everything and eat everything, and I didn't even have time to eat everything, but if you want to be able to hit everything you're going to need at least two days. I, Maybe could have used, three. I could have
1: used three days. Right.
0: I don't think you need more than three probably, but I would have loved to have ridden Radiator Springs again. I would have loved to have ridden the Guardians of the Galaxy ride at least seven or eight more times. Uh-
1: <laughs> yeah, I think now that Pixar Pier is open, so you have yeah. those rides as well, I think you need at least two days. Uh, three, I would say, is probably. If you're going to go Optimal. Yeah, go for three days, it's two parks that kind of gives you a day to each park. And then a third day to kind of go back and cover what you missed. Uh, you know you can you don't want to be rushed. like I said, you you want to just really enjoy it. and And if you haven't gone and you're you're thinking about going, it's definitely worth a trip out there. Um, yeah, just, I agree just, with just that. for the experience. It is a little bit different because there it's not like in Disney World where, only disney surrounds the disney parks i mean you're kind of in the middle of anaheim so there's a lot of nice yeah. restaurants and shops just outside of the park so if you don't want to eat at disney cuz you know maybe it's a little too expensive or you know it's some night if
0: you don't want to eat at disney something might <laughs> be wrong
1: with you. So or or you know, or if it's at night, you know, you want to go out and maybe you're not at the park one day or something like that. There's a lot of other stuff to do real real close by you can walk to a lot of things. So I think I think it's you know it's definitely it's definitely worth the trip out there, I would say, at least once. At least once to go out there. If you've gone to Disney World a lot, it's at least worth going out to Disneyland once. Yeah. But I think that that pretty much you know wraps up the episode this week. I know we we kind of this is one of our longer episodes. We had a lot to cover Um, this week. And again, we'll be kind of wrapping up, talking about our trip a little bit again uh, next week as well. But until then, thanks for listening and And have a magical magical day. day.